Welcome. You are listening to... Why does that say welcome to? Welcome. <laughs> Wait. I say welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to? What? <laughs> I must. I think I did straight up copy this from last year. I don't even oh, think shit. I gave you guys uh, new nicknames. Isn't that no. fun? <laughs> We're such a professional podcast. We're doing great, really. <laughs> it makes you feel any better. I had no idea. I thought those were I didn't even notice. Yeah. Well, anyway, you're listening to Hunting Pixels, the <laughs> official uh, video game podcast of Culture Pop. We have a great episode for you today. Today is the second part of our three-part end-of-the-year blowout. Uh, here's hoping that... Ho- hoping, not hoping. Um, oh, you're from Georgia. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, that uh, whoever's listening to this, you know, the five of you, haven't completely gotten sick of us just yet because we got one more of these to go. Uh, hopefully, by the end of all of this, we'll have given you a couple of great episodes to kind of remember the year of gaming. So let's go ahead and get right into it. I am your host, the one and only Bebop Man, Josh McMullen, and I am joined by my co-hosts, Austin, Are We Done Yet, Stevens, and Dylan, One More To Go, Martin. Uh, how's it going, guys? You Why'd know, you sound sad at the end? <laughs> yeah, because it's almost over. The year's almost over. Yeah, but we don't stop. We don't stop. <laughs> We just carry this momentum into next year. Yeah, that's true. By the end of this episode, the pressure will be on. The pressure is definitely going to be on. I'm uh, pretty nervous for that. <laughs> Don't be. It's not bad. Oh, okay. Hopefully. You say that, but then in the text message, you made it seem like it was going to be a nightmare. Well, I know you have anxiety, and I like to, you know, exploit that. <laughs> Last year, he comes to us, and he's like, oh, we're going we're gonna to do a challenge. We're going to complete 20 games. <laughs> Hey, and you did it. <laughs> I did do it. Yeah. You yeah. are the king or queen of this year in that regard. And you were the one that you were the first one to say that you weren't going to be able to do yeah. it. Yep. Dude, I was listening to this episode uh, or well, last year's episode to kind of get prepared for this one. And I w- <laughs> he was like, yeah, so we're all going to do 20 games. And I was like, nope. <laughs> that, was like, that was like the first words out of anyone's mouth was saying, "No, I'm not." Uh, and then here you are, and here yeah, higher I'm than the like, twenty. That's sincerely impressive too, because I, you started off yeah. with that negativity and you just fucking killed it this year. Really picked up after you uh, went home to work, and dude, now yeah. Austin and I are sitting here with the thumbs up our ass. We didn't do shit. Dude, I mean, I really we did think- some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is true. You guys did do some shit. Yeah, but it wasn't good shit. (laughs) You really think what? Uh, I was just going to say, I really think that uh, up until probably about, I would say, May or June, where I was still kind of like working almost full time with. uh, With. um, Tarzwar. The retailer. With the retailer. I couldn't remember the name of said retailer, uh, but I, I really feel like I hadn't done almost jack shit in terms of like the challenge. Like it almost all came in the back half of this year, especially once I started full time. Yeah, I just had more time to not kill, but, you know, 
Yeah. You had, you had more opportunities to spend your time the way you want to. Yes. With the videos. No. It's true. Um, well, I, I think that's probably, uh, maybe a good way to start, uh, cause we could book in the episode that way. But, uh, I guess let's go ahead and take a look at that 2021 challenge. Um, I have a list here. Uh, so we, the challenge was for us to complete 20 games that we had never played before. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at my list right now. I have 20 games completed with a couple more that I am very close to, to beating. Um, Halo's campaign obviously, uh, is on there a couple of others, but, um, yeah. So, uh, technically I have 21 if you want to count Spyro, but damn, um, you did it. I did it. Look at you. I did it, guys. I, by the end of the year, I this is laughable. I will have 10. <laughs> but as of right Still now. more than me. I mean, I have, I had fun with the with a good few of mine, but there wasn't a lot there. My list wasn't very uh, potent. Um, I'll have Guardians finished by the end of the year and uh, Solar Ash, but not too much more. I, I finished uh, Cyberpunk, that little indie game called Ellie, Cat Quest, Marvel's Avengers, Ratchet and Clank, and Spider-Man, Miles Morales. And then I'll do, uh, oh, and Pokemon. And then I'll do Guardians and Solar Ash by the end of the year. Nice. Where did, where did you end up falling, Austin? How many did you complete? <laughs> I, uh, I finished eight. That's good, though. I mean, I mean that's... Yeah. It's, it's not when you realize <laughs> five of them are Persona titles. <laughs> that just equates to like 10 actual games like when you you know consider the fact that they're what 100 hours long <laughs> and two of them are smt titles so that's another what 50 a piece uh actually uh smt games are much smaller i think three i clocked in at like 14 hours and uh i finished five today and i clocked in at a little over 15 hours damn yeah oh, they're not, not long they're not anywhere near as long as Persona games. Yeah, I did not expect that. I mean, if you do all the side quests and shit, yeah, you're probably looking at like 50 or 60. But if you're I me gotcha. and just want to finish the fucking game, it was like 15 hours. I got you. So. I tell you, if I would have put the time and effort that I have put into Guardians this past week into the rest of the year, I would have done it. Yeah? Yeah. I am very close to finishing Guardians, but the f- first off, I fucking love the game. But that'll come later. Um, but yeah, man, between that and Solar Ash, if I would have just used that same dedication, I would have finished a lot of what I had intended to finish. But here I am on a yep. throne of disappointment. On a throne of disappointment. Oh, you know what? I forgot about Pokemon, so I'm, at, I'm actually at nine. Boom. So okay. that's well, you win, Josh. Yeah, good win. job. You're the Papa Bear. I did it. I'm Big Papa Bear of the podcast. What did we say the reward for that was? <laughs> Nothing. Gratification. Nothing? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> literally just, just gloating. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made a hand job joke, and I think that's it. Uh-oh. Uh, well, I'll be looking forward to that as, <laughs> as the winner. As the winner. Dinner. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, I, I did. I Towards the end, coming into December, I was kind of scared I wasn't going to make it. Really? But, yeah. I, I ended up beating uh, Forza the... We, we decided that there there was a end state to Forza. Yeah, there's uh, yeah, yeah, there is for sure. So, uh, yeah, I beat Forza Guardians and Kenna all within probably the last two ish weeks, and that that pushed me over the hump. But I was getting I was getting in there close. I was like, dude, I don't I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. But but you did it, and you're the Papa Bear. It's true. It is true. Uh. Nope. Here we go. Just for you, Tani. Ugh. <laughs> well, I, I guess with that uh, out of the way, um, you know, obviously we did this last year, and really every year people are, are doing their, like, um, uh, not necessarily predictions episodes, but, like, I feel like it's all kind of kind of gotten globbed in together with the game of the year talk. And, uh, you know, obviously we're no different, um, but, uh, this episode is, uh, dedicated to those predictions. And, um, the basic premise is that we're doing a prediction, uh, or that each of us will tally up. Oh God. I don't know how to read. It's okay. You're actually improvising too at the same time. Yeah. Uh, basically we're going to, uh, make predictions and we're going to tally up every year you know who gets them right who gets them wrong and the winner will be the king or queen of the podcast for the following year so uh each person here has come up with five personal predictions that we will all either say yes or no to and then we'll tally those points when this episode arrives again next year uh and then there will be one ultimate prediction at the end that is worth 10 points to those who get it right and minus 15 if they get it wrong. So with all of that out of the way, let's get into the predictions. Uh, I, I started the episode out last year. I think this year I want to start with Dylan. Okay. So give me a prediction, Dylan. Um, I have to redeem myself from last year because I think I said this exact one from last year. Um, I thought for sure with the way things were headed with Sony that this year we would see Bloodborne come to PC. And that unfortunately was not the case. But now at the end of this year and we're looking forward, Sony is making moves towards getting more of their i'm not going to say you know i don't want to say old like ancient but a little bit of their older titles onto the pc god of war is the one coming next horizon zero dawn's already there days gone is there uh so on and so forth so i truly do feel like in 2022 bloodborne is one of the next games to come to pc it's probably one i think it's the biggest fan favorite it's um always being you know a remaster is what everyone wants from whomever but even introducing it to pc and giving us that 60 frames per second option it's a beautiful game it would satisfy the fans it would be a great time so i'm i'm doubling down for 2022 i think bloodborne is coming Mm, interesting Uh, well i have to be honest with you i don't think that that is going to happen 
I I was looking into this just the other day because I saw it on last year's um last year's thing. Uh so it is my understanding that um Sony owns the IP. So they own Bloodborne. But they haven't done anything with it at all since its release. And I almost feel like uh I I almost feel like at this point 6 years on if they haven't done anything I don't think that they're going to. I even if I don't even if I believe that I could see them at the most not doing a sequel but the least they could do would be to bring it to steam. It's it, it hurts them in no way and it increases their sales. I do think they will continue to do something with Bloodborne eventually. I just don't think it's coming soon in terms of a sequel. I don't yeah. know. I I would love a sequel. Uh, yes, I, I would love them to bring it everywhere. You know, other than just the PS4, like even just a, a like a, a native PS5 version, I would I would be okay with. That would be amazing. Um, we need yeah, some. I, I do not personally see them doing it. What about you, Austin? Um, I'm going to say, yeah. I don't have any reason to. I don't know any. <laughs> it just, I have a 50-50 chance of getting it right. <laughs> so fuck. I respect that so much. It's not even funny. That's great, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, he was straight up just like, I don't know shit, but you know what? All in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, fair enough. All right. That man just had a two and a seven and a hand of poker, and he went all in on it. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would do that. I'm very bad at <laughs> Madison, uh Madison's dad gambled with me once, and he was like, I don't ever fucking come with me to this shit again. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, oops, oh, sorry. Is that why you didn't play any of the, uh, any of the games at the Christmas party? Oh, absolutely. See, here's the problem. If I ever, like, tried to get better at gambling, I would absolutely get addicted to it. There's no, <laughs> like, I, I know that. So it's not even worth it. Fair enough. <coughs> uh, speaking of gambling, do you want to give us a prediction for 2022? Sure. Um, which one do I want to go with? Uh, I'll go with the one I don't care about the most. Uh, I, my first prediction is I think Digimon Survive is going to get canceled. Uh, Why do this. you think that? Every six months, they're like, hey, don't worry, it's still coming. And then no new information whatsoever. Uh, I'm pretty sure this game was announced in 2017, maybe? I could be wrong, but I think it was like December of 2017. And I think we got a trailer in 2019 and nothing since then other than that. Oh, don't worry, it's still coming every six or eight months. Mm. So I don't think it's I just happening. Which I feel sad. bad. Uh, yeah, it's sad because you've talked about this game this year. It's also something. I think another big factor is even in like that community of people who like do enjoy uh, the Digimon games. Like there's not a lot of hype around that game at all, which is crazy because it sounded awesome for what it was. Um, it, it was essentially described as pretty much Fire Emblem with a Digimon skin over it. And I was really fucking down for that. 
but there wasn't as much hype as like this uh, Cyber Sleuth games got and the MMO and shit like that. Mm. And I, I understand because there, you know, there was supposed to be talk about it this year and there never was. And now it's just mm-hmm. a flat out delay until 2022. So I get where you're coming from. I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just, I haven't kept up with the game, but I, yeah. I've seen no reason to believe that it would just be outright canceled. Like on top of you, there's people on Reddit who talk about it. I don't know what it was about. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie to you, but I'm sad that you're giving up on your uh, <laughs> on your Hurts game, a bit, but yeah, like this is the one prediction that I hope is wrong. Mm. But you think it's true? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I think I'm right there with you. So, I was looking into the development. So it was originally announced July of 2018. Oh, I was, and I guess was supposed to come out in 2019 but was delayed into 2020 and then they said midway through 2020 that uh it would release in europe in january of this year uh and then two months later it was uh gone that it was going to be uh in europe in 2021 yeah so and then from there, they had the the pandemic delays, and uh, there was also something going on. They said that they changed the game's engine in oh. the middle of 2020, which means I kind of feel like that means that nothing had been developed if they were changing their, like, I don't feel like changing an engine that far into development would yeah make any sense whatsoever. Because, like, wouldn't you, I mean... I don't know anything about coding. I'm assuming there's, you know, a copy and paste quote uh, possibility. But like, if you're changing an entire game's en- engine, wouldn't you just be erasing everything you just worked on for the last few years? Uh, yes and no. Uh, because you can you can work on assets outside of the engine. Mm-hmm. But y- oh. yeah, it it would be you would be losing a lot. Um, because it depends on what you're changing the engine from. Like if you're changing from unity to, you know, unreal or to, you know, whatever else Mm -hmm. it, it, the, the coding is completely different between the two of them. Yeah. So like, you're going to have to change the, even the coding for your assets. So, uh, I don't know. Um, I did, I didn't even know that. That's fucking wild. Yeah. So I, I think it I think it's canceled, but I don't think it actually gets announced that it's canceled. No. I think that they just kind of keep plugging along at this one, you know, well, and well, here's not the saying thing. anything about it. Mm-hmm. That's a very definitive statement. Digimon Survive is canceled. That's definitive. So are we going into this as definitively it will be canceled? Because if that's the case, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna hold out hope for yeah. Austin. Like like an announcement saying, hey, we've canceled Digimon Survive? Mm-hmm. That's, or, like, is a delay again okay? Like, I know uh, it's a delay, A delay but again is okay, I, w- I would imagine. Okay, but canceled is canceled. Like, whether yeah, it's an official statement or, like, you go to pre-order it and it says games no longer coming out, whatever. Yeah. So, games canceled one way or the other. I want to say no. I'm going to say okay. maybe it'll get delayed, but I'm going to say... I don't think definitively it will be canceled next year. That's weird that it has to... pre-orders available. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my answer on here as no as well because I don't think that they announced that it's canceled until ne- uh, like mm-hmm. 2023. Yeah, I, I think in 2023 they is, is when they're uh, yeah that game is no longer in development type thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they just kind of secretly in 2022 say or say nothing about it or say something to the effect of. Oh, it's still coming. Yeah. And then. And then in 2023, cancel it. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's like that. uh, What was the game for PS2 that Rockstar was making for forever called uh, Agent? And they never said anything about it. And then just this year, they (laughs) took it off of the the website at Rockstar Games. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's Interesting fun. stuff. Well, now we're on to you, uh, Papa Bear. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to go with what I think is the biggest one on here. Uh, for me, I'm going to go big my first outing. I think that God of War Ragnarok wins Game of the Year at the Game Awards. Ooh. Um. <clears throat> here, here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. We knew that God of War wasn't coming out this year, right? We, we knew that it wasn't coming out this year. Mm-hmm. So there's a strong chance, I, I would even say a, uh, like, absolutely 100% positive chance that the game comes out next next year. And I think that it is Sony's fall game. And the thing about the awards season is that games that come out earlier in the year, like before probably I'd say like June don't nearly get as much credit as they deserve when it comes to those awards. Mm-hmm. So releasing it in the back half of the year automatically keeps it in people's minds. And if it's the fall game, obviously everyone loved the first one. Uh, I don't actually think that it won game of the year um, at the game awards. I'm going to check uh, <coughs> real quick. Let me see. God of War... Where is it at? Where's the P? Okay. Simply titled God of War. There we go. All right. Um, Reception. All right. Accolades. It was. No, it did. Okay. It did win game of the year. So I think it doubles up. I think that people like love that 2018 game so much that their judgment will probably be clouded on this game. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't under see or like i don't foresee anything really challenging this unless unless one of the other predictions uh yeah um, comes true so i'll make that my next one just so we can carry on the conversation um i understand the point about a fall game being more likely to win um that being said, it takes two, just one, and that was released in March. Oh, that's true. Yeah, good point. So I didn't expect that. I'm going to be honest with you. When it takes two, one, I had, I did not yeah. see it coming. Um, Completely baffled. Yes, and I'm glad it did because I mean that was. It's. I just think it's great. Um, I do think that there is another possibility. I, 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 
Austin, what's your what's your take? And then I'll I'll continue with mine because mine is the my next prediction will kind of go with that. Um, honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with yes because I I think that this specific game has such a even for something that like we we've barely seen anything of, it has so much fucking hype surrounding it that I feel like that bias is going to influence a lot of the journalists that ultimately are responsible for uh, making that that decision. So I'm going with that. Okay. So I'm going with no because my second prediction um, is that Horizon Forbidden West wins game of the year. Mm. Um, I think it stands... The first game was absolutely amazing. It was ambitious, and it, it was left not really open ended, but it was it left a world of possibilities out there for their next game. And I think that what they will deliver is going to be everything that the first game was, and just they're going to expand. They're going to make it better. Everything that I've seen leads me to believe that this is going to be a remarkable game. Now, what Josh said is true. This is a very early game. This comes out in less than two months. This is going to be a February release. It's going to be right alongside of Elden Ring. It's going to be just after Pokemon Legends Arceus. There's a ton of big games coming out around it. There's a ton of big games coming out in 2022. And if God of War does come out in the fall, that's going to hit it hard. Like everyone's going to be focused on that. It's like Halo right now. Everyone is like tunnel visioned on that. Mm -hmm. I think that just won Game Informer's Game of the Year. Um, what did uh, Halo Infinite? Well, interesting. Yeah. Damn. I know. With, with, with it being, <clears throat> they said we played released. it for a week and it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's a close race. I think it could go either way. I don't think there's going to be another game outside of Horizon or God of War that takes it. Maybe that yeah, should have been a prediction sure. in itself. Yeah. Um, right. but I just think that what. Horizon Forbidden West will offer us will be, I mean, ambitious. I'm going to keep saying the word. I have no doubts in the game, but I also have no doubts in God of War. That's why it sucks because mm -hmm. they're both fantastic and they're coming out in the same year. But I have faith in Gorilla. I know they will deliver. Um, I love the first game. Mm -hmm. I didn't even finish it. Do you know that? I watched someone else finish it. <laughs> Sabrina. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that, that's why I can't say yes to God of War is because I'm too biased on the Horizon train. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, that's fair enough. I was actually just about to say, I'm going to double up and say yes here, so then at least one of them is right. Oh, <laughs> uh, what the fuck? <laughs> See, I want to do that too, because I, I feel like it's so close, it's going to be one of the two. Uh, yeah, well, so here's, here's a wrench being thrown into your plans. What if, uh, what if Breath of the Wild finally releases in next year oh did you just say uh no i was i wasn't talking about yeah i did <laughs> yeah oh, i man. mean that... I, there are a ton of games that are coming out next year that could e easily be uh easily be game of the year like but uh, i just feel like the reason that i'm not gonna i'm i am going to say no to uh um, Horizon. Horizon. Jesus. 
is because Red Dead Redemption 2 lost a God of War, and Red Dead Redemption 2 is a better fucking game than God of War. <laughs> yeah, it was. People have such a goddamn hard-on for that God of War game, and, like, I get it. I understand. It's a good game. But, like, dude, I'm sorry. Red Dead Redemption 2 is a fucking technical achievement that is unmatched in almost every way by God of War. People have a fucking boner for that series... Like the series, the the God of War on the PS2. Sorry, guys, not that fucking great. <laughs> Kratos is the bad character. <laughs> Holy shit! Except for in, except for in 2018, he's he's good in that. <laughs> I don't know. I just yeah. No, I mean that's a fair point that I didn't think about. I I don't know. I I'm gonna be honest. I just don't ever think about a Nintendo game ever winning Game of the Year. Like it's just. Breath of the Wild won 2017. Did it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Hmm. I think, I think like. So maybe. It's going to come down to favoritism between characters, too. Like, Aloy's a strong lead. She is so strong. And then you look at Kratos and on the other end of the spectrum, like, look at in his relationship with the son. Like, I mean, that dynamic was the whole entire point of the first game. And it was. Uh, it was just unmatched. Like, you truly got to know that bond. It was a lot like watching Joel and Ellie, but it was just different. Um, and Kratos made that experience so great. But when you look at Aloy, I mean, what is she going to become in this game? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's a close race. I think I think a Sony title will take it either way. I don't think, I don't think either one gets beaten by Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Oof. We'll see. I know. It's a great year. This is an exciting year. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, 100% for sure. I almost want to change an answer and a prediction now. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, well, you're up next, buddy boy. It is true. I am. Did I answer on Dylan's? Yeah, I didn't. Um, what do I want to go with next? Well, speaking of Zelda, um, I think that next year, either Zelda Wind Waker and or... Twilight Princess will be released on Switch for the simple fact that if they do decide to. So uh, people have been begging for these fucking games to come to Switch or really any other 3D Zelda that's not Breath of the Wild. Um, I think because of how well Breath of the Wild sold and how much hype Breath of the Wild generated. I mean, I I'd never played a Zelda game before Breath of the Wild. And then as soon as I beat Breath of the Wild, I went out and bought every fucking one that I could. Because I was like, fuck, I've, I've been missing out. This franchise is is dope. Um, and I think it would be a really smart move on Nintendo's part to uh, even more capitalize on that hype by releasing two, you know, big uh, consumer-requested games. Um, they, I, I for sure thought that they were going to do something with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask this year, which... I mean, I guess they still did because they they launched that Nintendo 64 online service and it launched with Ocarina, even though it's bad. Um, And then they're adding Majora's Mask and either they already did or they're going to uh, in a couple weeks. But um, yeah, I could that's something I could see Nintendo doing to just uh, try to capitalize off of that hype train as much as possible. Okay, I'm going to say no. I, I'm saying no to, for the only reason of, and it, it might be a bad reason, but do they release those two in the shadow of Breath of the Wild 2 coming out? Mm-hmm. 
Like, that's my question. Um, I, I would expect it to release before. Either way, it's like Breath of the Wild 2 is a, it's a looming shadow over mm-hmm. 2022. And it's like... Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying that they wouldn't sell... It's like I said, it might be a bad reason, but mm-hmm. I don't think they would sell more or less dependent on that. I just think that their focus going into that year is Breath of the Wild 2. I... So... Um, I, I think that it, it's kind of a similar situation to uh, Legends Arceus and Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl because I honestly, I don't think that, I don't think they decided on Brilliant Diamond first. I think they came up with the idea of Arceus and then, you know, what's a big fan requested thing that Pokemon fans have wanted for like the last 10 fucking years, a Diamond and Pearl remake. And I honestly, I think the only reason why we got Diamond and Pearl remakes was to capitalize and generate hype even more hype than what would already be there for Legends Arceus. And I could entertain that idea, but I also, I don't know. Yeah. I, what do you think, Josh? I think Nintendo hates their fans. They <laughs> <laughs> never listen. Uh, I they mean, did with Mario Party. Yeah. I mean, and that that's a, that's a fair uh, thing. I just, I don't know. The thing, here's the thing about Zelda. Zelda is popular, but it is, like, not nearly as popular as Mario. Mm -hmm. And the thing that Nintendo cares about at the end of the day is money. And Zelda sells. Zelda doesn't sell like Mario. Mm -hmm. Hell, I mean, look at the Switch, like, all-time sales. Zelda doesn't sell like fucking uh, Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't, I would love for this to happen. I don't see Nintendo saying yes to this because at the end of the day, Nintendo cares about money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand that. I really want it to be true because I really want to play Wind Waker. I love Wind Waker. <laughs> I really want to play Twilight Princess. I never got a chance to. Yeah, yeah. I never did either. Very good. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll see. We will see. Oh, shit. Um, well, that is five. We have 15 total predictions. So let's get to our first entry in the patron game of the year. This time we are talking about Bryn Woodham's game of the years. Her number five is game of the years. Yeah. Games of the year. There there, there we go. Uh, her number five is it takes two. And she said about it takes two. I'm going to throw in a game that I almost guarantee no one else will. And then it takes two. I really enjoyed the collaborative nature and how it encourages camaraderie when you're playing with your best friend or worst enemy. I also really like the overall idea of making games like this that are fun, but help children cope with difficult subject matter. I would have loved this when my parents were divorcing. And based on that premise alone, I vote for it in hopes that more games like this are produced. I also love the option to play it with my nephew and have something that feels extremely safe. Number four for her was Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. She said, I feel almost like I can't nominate this one because I'm not finished, but Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I love Ratchet and Clank and the gameplay is phenomenal. Love the next gen graphics or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number three was Resident (laughs) Evil Village. She said, I've always liked playing or watching Resident Evil with my brother. And this is the first one I've played by myself. Creepy and cool. I'm a big fan of the graphics. 
Number two for her was Deathloop. She said, very fun, and I love the characters. So anyway, thanks, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great review. Yeah. And number one for her was Far Cry 6, which she said she hates to say it. But uh, the co-op was fun, and I liked the story. They really brought me in with Diego. It's the first game that made me love a first-person shooter and made me feel I would be good at it. Plus, it's sentimental for romantic reasons somehow, so I am aware that the placing of this game that is just pretty good to many is biased and skewed. But it's the first game that made me love a first-person shooter and made me feel I would be good at it. Oh, wait. She already put that. Yeah. I don't know why she told me to add that in. Whatever. But, good job, Bryn. Yeah, and that's a good point, though, because it's like, it doesn't matter what made a game stand out to you. It's like, just because, like, she was able to connect with someone on a personal, intimate level yeah. by playing this game. And it, just, I don't, like, I understand that. That That's something that is kind of rare. Yeah. I, I have that with Sabrina in terms of Stardew and stuff like that. But Far Cry 6 is a unique one to have in that yeah. regard. Because they just True. murdered everyone. <laughs> right. I just imagine her and Tani just like fucking murking everybody, like <laughs> howling, laughing. After every 10th kill, it's like, I love you so much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you, Bryn, um, for your contributions. Next up, got another prediction. This one will also be Zelda related. I think that Breath of the Wild 2 will not be called Breath of the Wild 2. So when you say that, do you mean it? So are are we looking at like Breath of the Wild 2 and then subtitle? Or are you looking at Legend of Zelda something else entirely? Legend of Zelda something else entirely. Okay. Elaborate. Okay. Uh, No Zelda titles have ever had um, like direct sequels that... I know of other than like Spirit Tracks and um, what was the other DS one? Um, Phantom Hourglass. What was it? Phantom Hourglass. Yes, yes, exactly. And also um, Majora's Mask. Wasn't Majora's Mask was technically a sequel to uh, yeah, technically a sequel to Ocarina of Time. Mm -hmm. Um, so they they don't really ever do direct sequels to one another in the Zelda franchise. And when they do, they don't name them two with the exception of, I think Zelda two links, uh, adventure or yeah. something like that. That's, a, that's literally like the only one that has a number in the title. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't think that they're going to call it breath of the wild two because of that. They've never done it before. I don't know why they would start now. See, yeah. I'm glad because I've played Ocarina of Time in my life, and I've played Breath of the Wild, so it's good having that insight. And that makes sense, because, like you said, I've never heard of it, too. I know the games. I know their names. I didn't know they were, like, sequels. I always thought they were uh, something different. Like, I didn't know Majora's Mask was technically a sequel. I had no idea. Um, so that was good to have some kind of elaboration. I think that's the first one we all agree on, then. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> all right. Uh, here I am. Let's see. <laughs> Where am I at? All right. Somewhere. I, I'm trying to decide which one to do. Uh, so despite everything going on with Activision Blizzard, they do have a very talented team, and they gave me my favorite 
competitive shooter in a very long time, and that was Overwatch. Um, that being said, there's a lot going with over going on with Overwatch too right now, and just the overall uh, devs themselves. And I feel terrible for them um, because they are a really creative team, and I love them so much. But that being said. Overwatch 2 is kind of in this really terrible limbo right now, and they pushed the delay <coughs> back to next year. And quite honestly, I feel like with, again, everything going on and the kind of hell that they're all in, I think Overwatch 2 is delayed beyond 2022. I don't think we get really much of an update at all next year, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I 100% I mean, agree with you. I can see that. I can get behind yeah. that. Yeah. And I, I don't even think that it necessarily is just the Activision Blizzard, like, sexual scandal stuff like i i think that it's internal turmoil as well like jeff kaplan the game director of the first one left seemingly midway through development on this one mm-hmm. yeah. i think that there's a lot of stuff going on that we don't necessarily know about just yet and uh i i honestly see this game being delayed into 2023 and then maybe even being canceled yeah, that's my fear is that it's going the canceled route. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say worst case scenario because I would still take it, but they just keep kind of giving it the uh, the apex treatment. Like maybe they make it free to play and they keep giving free updates, something like that. There's never an Overwatch 2. I don't know because there was a lot of great concepts for Overwatch 2 mm-hmm. that I would hate to see get uh, canceled or whatever. But it's it's a huge question mark, man. And I feel, I feel bad. That, I, it's such a great franchise to me like I, I love everything about the overwatch universe the lore um and just the, the gameplay is so much fun so it hurts to say that but yeah i don't think we get anything dude yeah yeah 100 <clears throat> percent agree can see that. austin all uh, right we're up um, to which one my next prediction prediction is uh a new fire emblem game will be revealed with a possible 2023 release window and my gonna be honest my only reasoning for thinking that is kind of like what josh said earlier nintendo likes money and it's about time they made more money off fire emblem again it's been a while it's been 2018 i think is when three houses came out right i think it was 2019 2019 yeah i forgot which year i bought it in um so yeah that sounds about right to me i I don't have any in-depth reasoning behind that at all I yeah, need I, I need a that. credited opinion because I I've never played a Fire Emblem game. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm I'm trying to think because I think you're right in in thinking that it would come out, but I'm trying to remember the uh, the like chronology mm-hmm. because I feel like it was about four years between. Uh, the, the last 3ds title mm-hmm. and and it coming to switch yeah. now there is something to be said about how they um uh they moved to a different set of hardware mm-hmm. you know they went from the 3ds to the switch um but i could see them potentially being more ambitious mm-hmm. uh now that they have like more power behind them there's um, um there's also been rumors for like the last I would say probably year. Um, there's been a lot of rumors swirling around about uh, Nintendo working on a sequel uh, to Three Houses, or a, uh, or maybe like a spiritual successor to Three Houses. Maybe not so mm-hmm. much a direct sequel. 
But um, so that, I know that's been swirling around for a while, and I mean that would that would make sense uh, as far as I know. Three houses did really fucking well. Yeah, I think it's the best selling of the Fire Emblem series. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the timeline, and it's really sporadic, like really sporadic, because from Radiant Dawn on Wii to Fire Emblem Awakening on the 3DS, it was five years. And then it was three years between Awakening and Fates, and then it was nine years from Fates to Switch. Or, sorry, Three Houses. I don't know why I said Switch. But, yeah, so it's really sporadic. So I can't make an assessment off of that alone because it's like everything you just said keeps resonating. Nintendo likes money. I know this was a huge success. Hmm. I think I'm going to say yes. I think I think that this probably comes at the end of the year, mm-hmm. like one of their last directs, and they're like, "And one more thing." Oh, and for then sure. They say Fire Emblem, whatever, is releasing next year, Fire like Emblem 4, in June or <laughs> May. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm gonna follow the train here. I fucking hate it. I drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> drink the Kool Aid. Drink the Kool Aid, man. You got to do it. Austin, please capitalize your wise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, all right. We're on to prediction number four for me. Or, well, I, I think this is technically prediction number nine. I don't know why I said four. <laughs> all right. I'm going with the theme of Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid Prime 4 is given an update and is delayed into 2023. Um. So here is my uh, my reasoning behind this. So Metroid Prime 4 was originally shown, like it was just a teaser. I think it was literally just a title yeah. um, at uh, E3 2017. So that was four years ago. Well, development restarted, like they scrapped the whole project and restarted it at Retro Studios in early 2019. If I have my timeline correct, they would have had a year of like, kind of like pre-planning and stuff like that Mm -hmm. before the pandemic hit. And then almost all work, I would assume, would have ceased on it. Um, I think also, if I remember correctly, it was like sometime late last year, they were posting like job advertisements. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily know that this game is anywhere close to being done. I think that they probably this year started working on it in earnest. And I don't think that that game's coming out until probably 2023 at the, at the, uh, absolute earliest. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that they, they come out and they say, Hey, we know you're still wanting to know what's going on with Metroid prime four. It's delayed. We'll see you in 2022 or uh, 2023. Yeah. That one's hard. It's like, I don't know the franchise well enough. Um, I just never was a huge Nintendo person growing up outside of Pokemon, Mario, and uh, uh, Zelda. Um, even Zelda was only one game. <sighs> so I've not kept up with sh- really shit regarding this, to be quite honest with you. Um, 
that being said, listening to the timeline, I can see like a, I can see a holiday 2023 big release for them because mm-hmm. they're going to do Breath of the Wild next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's I, my that's my thinking as well. It also just it unfortunately does not line up with what they have slated for next year. I think. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. and then just any lack of communication is kind of concerning as well. Yeah. Well, uh. Let's see. We got one more prediction before we jump to another game of the year. So tell us, Dylan. Hmm. Um, I think just going off a pattern that the ninth generation of Pokemon will be announced this year. Um, We just got Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. We kind of get a spinoff series with Legends Arceus coming in January, but I believe later into the year we'll go ahead and we'll get that. Uh, ninth generation, next region. Look into it. Hmm. Interesting. I'm gonna say so no. You're you're considering um, Legends Arceus to not be a mainline entry. I mean, I know they say it is, but it's also not because mm. it's completely breaking the formula. Mm. Like it's. I don't think it's. It's not the it's not the mainline formula that we know. I mean, it's there's a very specific thing that we all know and love, and it's not Legends Arceus. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. This yeah. is a brand new. It's like Mystery Dungeon to me. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel you. Uh, what you, what are you thinking, Austin? I'm gonna say no. Um, for like I, I just don't think so. Like I I. I don't really have a real reason why that just doesn't with legends Arceus coming out next year. And then also um, we're from what we know, we're going to, we're going to have tie in events between the two games uh, occur sporadically throughout the year next year. So I I honestly think all of their focus is just going to be on that. See, Um, I didn't say the ninth gen was coming out next year. No, yeah, for sure. Because, but, look, w- w- the last time we got a Pokemon mainline game was 2019. This will mm-hmm. be three years without one. That's unlike them. to They're, they're the money machine. But they also normally, uh, uh, it, well, I guess a recent trend, um, I, I think that started with X and Y. They announce the games the same years that they release. <clears throat> they always I don't announce think them we in go, the first quarter of the year, and then they release them towards the uh, last quarter of the year. I truly don't think we go four years without a mainline edition. I th- I could be vastly wrong, but I, I do not think we go four years. Yeah, and I can see that because that is a really long time. That's money that they're missing. I think Legends Arceus is going to do great. I think the tie-ins between the two will be fine. But later in the year when that starts to die down, they're going to bring back the Pokemon hype somehow. And I think it's going to be with ninth generation here's the new region we'll get the three starters or whatever i maybe it doesn't come out until uh 2023 even i don't i don't know i think it at least gets announced or teased somehow by the end of 2022 yeah um i'm looking now and ever since the release of X and Y, they've been strictly on a 3 year uh 3 year gap before X and Y it was 4 but now it's yeah. it's been three for the last couple generations. So, yeah, uh, I'm still gonna say no. I I don't. I if it you. does happen, dope. But I don't expect it. <clears throat> we shall see. I'm gonna say no as well. Um, 
mainly because I think I, I I genuinely think that Legends Arceus is supposed to be the next mainline entry after uh, what was it, Sun and Moon? Uh, Sword, Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. Okay. Um, yeah, I because what Austin said was it, it is on a roughly three year cycle with. Um, let me get back to this. I had it pulled up. Um, so 96 was red and green. Gold and silver was 99. Ruby and Sapphire was 2002. Diamond and Pearl was actually four years. And then black and white was four years. But then since then, Sun and Moon 2013, or X and Y 2013, Sun and Moon 2016, and then Sword and Shield in 2019. Mm. So with the exception of, like I said, Diamond and Pearl and black and white, which were four years, it was a three-year span. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also just from what I could tell Legends RCS is being developed by, um, Game Freak, Game Freak. So my expectation is that they are, um, they don't have it split into two teams with one working on the next quote unquote mainline entry. I think they're all in on Legends RCS and, that the this will be the way that Pokemon is considered going forward. I still don't think that's going to be how it's considered going forward. This is still a part of Generation 8. This is still a Gen 8 game, Sword Shields, Diamond Pearl, Legends Arceus. This is all Gen 8. This is something that happens. With Gen 7, we saw Sun Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and then we saw the little side projects of Let's Go. That was still Generation 7. I think Legends Arceus is the last game we will see in Gen 8, and then I think we by the end of the year we will see Gen, Gen 9 at least announced in some way. Mm-hmm. And that'll start the next series of the mainline. I just I don't see them breaking that, breaking that tradition of, of, a, of releasing the game the same year it's announced. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, we will see. All right, let's get into yet another patron game of the year list. This is the top five of, well, actually, I think this is the last one because I told everybody to have them in by the eighth, which was a week ago. So uh, last but not least, we got Mr. Justin Ruiz. His number five was Guardians of the Galaxy, to which he said, Talk about night and day. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is the antithesis of Marvel's Avengers. This game is so devoted to telling a great story, and it really succeeds in doing just that. The gameplay isn't overly complicated. Shoot enemies with Star-Lord and command the other Guardians for crowd control, healing, or stagger damage. While I was hesitant about not directly controlling Drax, Rocket, Groot, and Gamora, I ended up having a blast regardless. The combat was simplistic, and the accessibility options gave you the chance to spice up the game as much as you wanted. Mm. The real win here is the story and every aspect of it. The voice acting was superb, and the writing felt natural. Whether it was the background banner in the Milano or full-on cutscenes, the dialogue between characters felt authentic. If another game is in the works, I'll be sure to have higher expectations this go-around. Here's one for you. Number four. Solar Ash. I said, here's one for you, and then it didn't say who. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four, Solar Ash. He said, what a beautiful view of the apocalypse. Solar Ash is in, in, mm, is by no means perfect. Come on, Justin. Get your shit together. 
the game's traversal is clunky at times, and the camera can be wonky. I'm ready to forgive those critical aspects, and I do mean critical since skating around is 90% of the game. Solaras's visuals are electrifying and super diverse. Set on a planet that is getting sucked into a black hole or ultra void, the hero heroine Ray must activate a device to reverse the effects of the ultra void. Along the way, more secrets are uncovered about the nature of the situation. Entire civilizations are lost because of self decisions. Uh, okay. Survivors are losing their minds, and Ray's parents have succumbed to other strange fates. The goal in Solar Ash is to, to defeat these gargantuan bosses, similar to Shadow of the Colossus. Each boss is fairly unique and requires running a distinct pattern before slaying it completely. The patterns are challenging and fun and look dynamite. What really ties the game together is the ambient soundtrack Richard Vreeland, better known as Disaster Piece. Disaster Piece is so good. Uh, is back again, creating this sense of wonder and awe for Solar Ash. I hope to see more refined 3D platformers in the future from developer Heart Machine, but Solar Ash is one to definitely explore for the time being. God damn you, wordy motherfucker. Yeah, but everything you said was on point too, because it's those boss fights are what you really strive to go for because they it just requires precision and timing, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Here's one for you, Josh. Here's one for me. <laughs> Number three, Resident Evil Village. <clears throat> quote, and the Father of the Year award goes to. End quote. <laughs> I would have never thought I'd be caring this much about the eighth installment in the Resident Evil franchise, but here we are. Somehow this game managed to hit on so many different levels. A zombie and werewolf hordes chasing after you? Check. Creepy haunted houses with grotesque monitors? Monsters? Yup. Menacing... <clears throat> Goddamn. It's okay. Menacing group of bosses that you feel the need to pump magnum rounds into? Oh Yeah. RE8 offers so much this go-around, so much more than the preceding titles. Even Ethan's genuine shock when presented with the crazy circumstances of this town is amusing. I mean, not since some of the earlier titles has anyone questioned what's going on in this world. Ripping through the story only rewards players more. With an extended arsenal, it is even more exciting seeing how fast you can blaze through the village. I'm excited to see this title get in the hands of the speed-running community. Uh, oh, that's a valid point. Not a lot of people bring that up. That's a that's pretty valid. I've not I I haven't even considered looking into it because I haven't played it and I didn't know that was even a thing. But now I'm going to check that because that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, with the way that um a lot of the uh like post first run of the game stuff works where you can get like infinite ammo and like <clears throat> these insanely overpowered weapons. I I would also love to see how uh how the speedrunning community takes it. There is one person doing a speedrun right now. The very first stream that popped up, the one at the top amount of viewers has an OnlyFans link in their little description, so maybe <laughs> that's not the one to go for. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Well, number 2, we have Deathloop. He says break the loop. Deathloop might have the freshest take on a time loop game out there. Going into the same environments over and over again might sound like a chore, but Deathloop makes every run feel better than the next. More information you gather on your targets leads to new and exciting ways to wreak havoc. By the end of the game, Colt was a master at killing. 
I could have wiped the maps clean of enemies and had time to spare. The shooting and mobility controls felt tight, which is no surprise for an arcane game. I 100% agree. The voice acting was entertaining, especially between Colt and Juliana, and the aesthetic was simply groovy. Deathloop was a game I kept wanting to see more of as I completed another full day. The only reason it lands at number two for me is the overall story. Told through voice recordings, notes, and casual interactions, I never felt like I got the entire picture of what was going on. I yearned for more even after I finished the game. By the way, the ending I chose felt awkward and weird as well. The world of Deathloop was so intriguing, but it didn't end up answering all of my questions. Unfortunately, those issues held it from being my favorite this year. Finally, one that I think we can all appreciate. Number one, Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart. And he said, not even a dimensional rift can keep this game from being my number one. Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart may be one of the best looking video games I've ever laid eyes on. I felt like I was actually playing a Pixar game. Aside from looks, it had a heartfelt story and endearing characters. Picking up the controls, Ratchet and Clank felt just like its earlier counterparts on the PS2 and PS3, just like riding a bicycle. <coughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> bicycle. Uh, bicycle. Uh, I was able to jump right into the gameplay and feel at home. Battles were bombastic and weapons felt powerful. Being a PS5 title, this game has the benefit of utilizing all of the haptic abilities of the DualSense controller. You fire off rounds from a blaster either one by one with light half trigger pulls or three at a clip with a full squeeze of the trigger. Just as engaging as the gameplay was, the story was absolutely excellent. Ratchet and Clank were thrust into yet another adventure, but this go-round introduces us to Rivet and Kit. All four of these darling characters had their respective struggles though came together at the end to face off against a truly compelling villain or villains. Nice. Da, da, da. Uh, Ratchet and Clank hit every intended mark this year and then some. Hopefully we'll see yet another adventure from the pair of Lombaxes and Robot Companions soon. Could not have said it better myself. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Um, all right. Let's get back into our predictions. Austin. Lay one on me. All right. Um, my next prediction is Marvel Spider-Man 2 will get an update and be announced for a fall or winter 2023 release window. Um, <clears throat> the main reason I'm saying that is because they've, they've already said we're getting it 2023. Um, and I, 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 feel like, I feel like Sony is going to push for that to be its, its big holiday title of 2023. So I think it's going to come within those last couple of months in between the fall and winter. And I'm sure we'll get an update at this year at some fucking point. Hmm. <clears throat> I. Is 2023 too soon? What do you mean? That's oh. what I'm trying to figure out. Because I feel like it's closer to 2024. I'm just going uh, off the fact that they said 2023. They uh, obviously that can fucking change at any given moment, but they haven't said so yet. I hope it's 2023. That's hard though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I take it tomorrow. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, who wouldn't? Um. All right. So Spider-Man released in 2018. <clears throat> now we have to keep in mind that Insomniac has two studios. 
Mm-hmm. So in 2018, they released Spider-Man, obviously. And then in 2020, they released Miles Morales. This was the same team. The other team was working on, on Ratchet and Clank. Now, to be fair, <clears throat> with Miles Morales, it wasn't a full game. Uh, I think it was about half the mm-hmm. time to complete as the 2018 Spider-Man. And they reused a lot of assets. Um, I would think that they probably have some sort of team working on it while they were working on Miles Morales. Uh, so I think that you probably had like a small team work on Miles Morales while the rest of the crew was moving forward with Spider-Man 2. Um, I, th- I think, yeah, I, I, I think that they do give it a window, um, saying that it is holiday 2023. Mm-hmm. C- Cause worst case scenario, they delay it. Yeah, you exactly. I, I'm thinking that like, it, if I'm thinking that they give it this window and then at the, like they don't. There's no way they're fucking pushing this up. I I don't think that they're they're moving it up into like fucking summer 2023. I think that they they say yeah it's coming holiday 2023. Oh we ran into some issues. We had to delay it into 2024. Um. Yeah, I I I think you're right on this one. Yeah. Cool. I think, like I said, worst case scenario gets pushed back, but I think the earliest we see it's holiday 2023. Yeah, for sure. But I can't wait to see the update because I think you're right on that too. I think we get one next year, and it's going to be a more in-depth look at the gameplay. Oh yeah, 100%. yeah. I, I feel like we'll, I feel like we'll probably get something around like the summertime, maybe around like E3 season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. <clears throat> well, all right then. Um, my next prediction is going to be. Final Fantasy 16 gets a release window. I'm doubling down because I said this last year. Um, so uh. I this game, if I'm remembering correctly, got uh, announced in 2019, I think. Hang on, I'm going to check. Uh it was announced. Um, well, shit. Why is it not here? Uh, what the fuck? Why is it? I, I can't seem to find a <laughs> uh, a release or announcement date. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm I'm relatively positive that it was announced in 2019 um, at the Game Awards. I could be wrong, but that's uh, that's my memory of it. No, 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 no. Okay, here it is. It was the PS5 showcase event. Okay, damn. I don't know why it took me so long to f- to find that. Um, and it was actually last year, September of last year. But with that said, 
Um, they have said that uh, the basic work on development and the game scenarios was complete as of 2020. Um, and that by 2021, the uh, main storyline was almost complete and that the voice recording for both the English and Japanese voice actors was in its final stages. Um, I was genuinely thinking that we would get some sort of announcement this year saying it'll be a 2022 game, but that never happened. Um, so here we are. Uh, I think it happens this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. I think it's just time for it. They've been pretty quiet about it, which is smart. I always think that's the best way to go, but I think it's it's due time. They've had a they've had a wild work on it, so 2022s. It might not come out next year, but they'll at least give a window. Yeah. Cool. Well, Dylan. Oh, hey. Hit me with your last uh shot. Hit me with your best shot. Okay. I think that this coming year at some point, whether it be E3 or maybe just like a PlayStation sh- showcase Sony event of some sort, I don't know. I think Bluepoint finally reveals the original content that they told us that they're working on. I don't think necessarily we'll get a release window because it's still early, but I think we will finally at least get a look at what they're doing because this is going to be their first uh um, non, you know what I'm saying? Like, not it's they remake shit. This is going to be their own content now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What do you What do you think, Dylan? Or not, Dylan? Uh, oh, Austin. Do you guys remember what I said about Bloodborne? <laughs> I don't know anything about the, the Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, all right. So let's go, Poppy. Hit me with it. <laughs> they said that their um the ne- the next project that they're working on is the first original game in fifteen years. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know that I believe that. Uh, and the reason I say that is because. So I don't know that they m- most of the stuff that they have worked on throughout their entire um like existence has been um like ports or uh like uprezzed or or remake type situations right so the only game that they have in their repertoire that wasn't one of those was blast factor way back in 2006 on the ps3 um since then they have only basically done remakes and it's only been with sony with the exception of i think they worked on the titanfall port to the 360 um and they did the uh metal gear solid hd collection that was on everything um but I don't think that they're working on something new just or or maybe let me rephrase that. I don't think that the next project that they will have released and that they will talk about presumably next year will be their original content, because I don't think that they were actually 
ever going to do anything like that until Sony came and backed them. Like you just straight up and said, oh. okay, we're going to buy you now and give you money to do that's, whatever. That's why I think that we will see something is because Sony wants to at least show a little of the, the stock that they put into blue point. So will, will we get a release date for their original content? I don't know. Will we see something that they've been working on? That's along the same lines of a remake or a port. Um, and then maybe get a snippet of some original content. Like there's, there's possibilities. I think we see something from them in 22. I see what you're saying though. And that's right. Because this is a, this is a brand new acquisition. Uh, essentially. I mean, it's this year. Um, I just think that if not blue point themselves, Sony wants to show something. This is huge because the blue point acquisition was amazing for them. Mm -hmm. I know it's kind of been a good partnership for a long time now, but I don't know. I, maybe it's more of a hope that I see something from them because I'm just really excited about it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, you could totally be right. They, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I think trying to call their bluff, and it might not be a bluff. Um, because they they were just bought by Sony in September of this year. Yeah. So, um, I don't maybe, know. Maybe 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 late next year. I don't know. We'll see. You make valid yeah. points. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll definitely see. Yeah. All right, Austin. Hey, maybe your last All right. This is probably the prediction that I'm the most excited about. Um, I think that we will see a reveal of Persona 6 in September of 2022. The reason I say that is <clears throat> right now we are... Uh, Atlas is in the middle of celebrating Persona's 25th anniversary. Um, they told us at the beginning of this that there were seven projects that they were going to announce. Uh, they did not... Obviously, they didn't use the term games, so... I, I really expected the first announcement to be a game, and it was a fucking orchestra. Like, I, that's cool and all, but it's not even a worldwide orchestra. It's only in Japan. So that kind of sucked. But um, <clears throat> they, they, they've they already told us the final announcement will be in September of next year. Um, and they have put out ad listings, or jo uh, job listings, for uh, developers for specifically Persona 6. So they, like... They've already kind of let it slip that it's in development, but they just haven't shown us anything yet. And I, I think that would be a perfect way to round off their 25th anniversary celebration with giving uh, everybody that big reveal of Persona 6. Josh, you know so, more than I do. Well, let me ask you. I just want to I want to get clarification. You're saying that Persona 6 will be revealed to release in September of 2022? Oh, the, no, I'm saying it will be revealed for, for the first time in September of 2022. Holy fuck. Okay. Um, hmm. No, it's fucking Atlas, bro. That game's probably not coming out until like 2028. <laughs> the game's probably not going to come out until the PS6 drops. Um, hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, why do you think September specifically? Uh, if I remember correctly, when they uh, first announced the whole uh, celebration uh, for their 25th anniversary, they specifically said it will end with a final announcement in September of 2022. Okay. 
Hmm, interesting. And I, I just feel like that I, I feel like that has to be what the announcement is. Like I, I don't think because obviously you want to go out on a high note. You you want to go out with something that's really going to hype up your fan base, and I, I don't think anything else would do it quite like Persona Six. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Let me. I want to take a look at the timeline real quick. So Persona Five was twenty sixteen, and then Royal was twenty. 20 for us mm-hmm. 2019 for japan all right um oh wait hang on so th- it was roughly uh three years between so september uh 2016 to october 2019 for japan and then mm. april 2017 to march 2020 for royal um uh, I am going to say that <coughs> to do just a little bit more research real quick. Because <laughs> uh, I, I kind of feel like you are right if if their last uh, thing is like, hey, we're going to um, uh, God, what uh uh, words word go out with the bang yeah the, yeah yeah that they're going to end their celebration in 2020 i i would expect that they're probably the the last thing that they do would be the um a thing for persona 6 yeah um but see persona is 2019 how many years between persona i mean they did do other stuff like yeah. tokyo mirage sessions but persona 5 was 2016 for them golden was 2012 so that's about four years yeah hmm. and persona 5 was originally revealed in 2013 either yeah. 2012 or 2013 yeah that's fair Huh, this is a tough one because I I feel like you're right. I feel like if if the if the the whole thing is supposed to take place over a year mm-hmm. and end in September, I think that it probably does end up being that's the big announcement that they write out on. Yeah, for but, sure. But but I also uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I can see it being a reveal. I don't think you get a date. Oh, absolutely not. No, or even a window. No fucking way. Mm. But I see. I see the point of like going out with a bang. That's <clears throat> the biggest thing they could do. Year long celebration. <clears throat> uh, Persona Five Royal has been out for a while now. <sighs> what else can they do? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. Tokyo Mirage Sessions Two. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking PS5 uh, enhancement. Fuck. I, I'm going to say no. No, I'm going to say yes. I think the only other thing that I think might be just as, like, um, uh, hyped up that they could probably do to end it with might be a... Because uh, I, I know another big fan-requested game is a, uh, a a remake of Persona 3 and Persona 5, and an engine similar to Persona 5's. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that maybe being what they go out with, but I don't, I don't know. 
I, like I, I would be stoked for it, but I, I wouldn't be as excited or hopeful to see that as I would uh, a Persona Five reveal or a Persona Six reveal. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I say yes. Cool. You say yes. Dylan says yes. Yes, Poppy. All right. That was oddly sexual. <laughs> we got our last <laughs> announcement or prediction. Hideo Kojima announces his new game, and it is an Xbox exclusive. So this is two-parters. So I say this very tentatively Mm -hmm. because I almost don't feel like this is going to (laughs) happen. Just (laughs) based on what he said, uh, what, what was it? Um... It was earlier this year. I don't remember what what publication he was talking about, but um, he was saying something about um, uh, how he was still thinking about like what he wanted his next game to be. Um, I kind of think that that's bullshit. I, I kind of think that he already knows what it's going to be, and he's just like trying to figure out a way to like implement it or whatever. Um, the thing about it is that I think that his talks with Microsoft were fruitful, uh, from again, earlier this year. And I think that they threw enough money at him to be like, Hey, come, come create a game with us. Um, and I think that, Again, I think he has the idea. I mean, Death Stranding was two years ago, three years ago. What was it? 2019. Yeah, 2019. So it was two years ago. Um, I don't think that he's been sitting on his ass for two years. Mm. I think he has an idea for a game that they probably have already started working on. And he has a long history of like teasing games well before that they come out. Mm. Like if I remember correctly... The 2015 was the year that Metal Gear Solid 5 released. And if I'm not mistaken, that game was originally teased in like 2012. Um, hang on. I, I need to release. No, maybe not release. Development? Yeah. Uh, February 2012, a site owned by Konami Development Without Borders promoted to development in a new Metal Gear title. So that was 2012. And then the first trailer for it was shown in like, uh, oh, at the end of 2012. So, I mean, he has a long history of like showing games well before they release. And I, again, I don't think he's been sitting on his ass for two years. Mm hmm. So I think that he announces it and I think it's Microsoft exclusive. That's hard, man. I'm going to agree with you and say yes. I'm going to disagree and say no. Mm. Mm -hmm. When you say exclusive, do you mean only on Xbox or like a steam inevitable? Like, Oh, uh, sorry. When I say Xbox exclusive, I mean like Microsoft, like it's going to come to PC, Xbox series X and S. Okay. I don't know that it'll come to Steam uh, yeah. necessarily, but it'll be on PC. Okay. 
I don't know, man. I got negative juju about it. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, I'm Maybe doubling down like from Austin last 50, year where 50, I said yeah. the same exact fucking thing was going to happen and it didn't. <laughs> With Final Fantasy, yeah. And that, yeah. Fuck. These are... I think the, this set is better than last year's set. Ooh. I think so, too. There, there's more on the line. Now, we did agree more this year, I think. Yes. Yo, yeah. for sure. <laughs> okay. So, do we by chance tally up who won last year or okay. we can't do that yet well we've got one more prediction this is the 10 point bonus uh, so 10 point bonus if you get it right negative 15 points if you get it wrong uh, I put that we'll all three complete the 2022 challenge although we don't we kind of know what it is but we don't know what it is <laughs> it's not awful so Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to say no. And here's my reasoning why. Austin only plays Pokemon in Persona now. <laughs> oh, God. No. See? Listen to me. I have had this conversation in my head six and a half times a day. Austin, I need to know. Are you going to try to complete this challenge next year? I'm going to attempt it. Oh, God. <laughs> no. They're That's like, not good enough. So... When I came up with my list, um, a lot and a lot of the games on this list are games that I have actively started, but will restart to get a fresh take on them. Um, but right. like they're they're all games that have been on my list for a while that I I really want to fucking play. Um, I think that God. I think honestly with Persona, I just I got obsessed with the franchise and I wanted to learn more about it, and I did. Okay, all right. I'm good. See, because I've been leaning towards no on this all day because I have a lot riding on this. <laughs> I will be completing this challenge this year. Yeah. I think Josh will complete this challenge this year. I got some questions about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I think you're going to start off really strong and then you're going to fucking capsize mid-year. I, I think what helps yeah. is... Half of these games on this list, I I already own. I don't have to go out of my way to get them. I, I already own them. I just have to actually start them. Uh, okay. So I have no excuses. In my head, I cannot come up with any excuses not to sit down uh, and do this. Austin, you're, uh, this is 15, 10 to 15 points riding on you one way or the other. <laughs> I kind of need a commitment. I got it, bro. I don't. I don't feel like you do. Like that, <laughs> there was no heart in that sentence. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to make it a little more interesting on myself for no uh, reason. Oh, God. I'm going to okay. have it done by June. No, no. Oh, oh, you're God. not. I'm going to have it done by June. Oh, my God. I'm going to have it done by June. I'm saying it right now on record. Uh-oh. That's pretty ballsy. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's pretty ballsy. Look, this is going to get really dark for a second. <laughs> but I just... Are you mentally doing okay recently, Austin? Uh, aside from what I found out last night, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I don't want to go all in and say yes if you're having, like, some suicidal thoughts. Uh, Jesus. Because you said right. by June. Like, that's a pretty specific date. Yeah, by June. Hmm... Why June? I don't know. It's halfway through the year. Yep. That's a lot of fucking... Is it, though? <laughs> Is it? 
This is, oh, I hate you so much. I'm going to put my stock in you, and I hate that I'm doing it. Also, five of the games on my list are, like, less than 15 hours long. <sighs> so is Guardians of the fucking Galaxy. That is true. Just haven't finished. Right, or it's like 20. Oh. Just haven't finished it yet. Can I? Oh, can I put maybe and just get five points? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the only reason why uh, Guardians of the Galaxy didn't get finished is because Atlas released another game. That's okay, really, the only reason. <sighs> I might this even have. So hard. I might even have Guardians finished within uh, by the next time we record, because I don't have anything uh, else I'm actively playing right now. I'm gonna be sick. Like. <laughs> I've had this conversation so many times today about how this conversation was going to go because I knew it was coming. Yeah. And, and we fail. I failed this year's challenge. I am holding myself accountable to finish this challenge next year. Can I have that same commitment from you? Uh, what do and I don't do what it do by I June. Commit to goddamn me. <laughs> commit to me. Yeah, I can commit to you. Oh, that's not good. I didn't feel it. That wasn't, there's no spark right there. <laughs> Fuck. I really think uh, <clears throat> I think I can do it. Okay. Oh, that's, I swear to God. I don't want to fucking get to the point fucking countdown next year and y I be winning and then your 9 out of 10 games throws me under the bus. I'm, You're not saying I'm anything. Sorry, Madison came in the room. Oh, what did you say? Fucking Madison. Repeat it. No. I it's just self doubt at this point. We need to move on. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, Dylan. I promise. Okay, so For you're you saying specifically. So, so you're saying yes. All three of us will complete the 2022 challenge, yep. right? Yeah. Okay. Oh God, Josh, if you sabotage, I swear to shit. <laughs> he's absolutely going hell. to. You can tell by the laugh he's going to. <sighs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm actively gonna try. Okay. There's so much that can go wrong with this. But see, it shouldn't be as big. Josh as deal is saying no. So if I do do it, he, he automatically loses right there, right? I mean, not necessarily. Because the because the question is, will all three of us complete it? It's not specific. He can sabotage. You can get distracted. That is very true. <sighs> all right. All all I'm saying is. So I was thinking about this. I put it in my head, right? So each of us gave five predictions. All right. So if one of us were to get all of them right, every single prediction right, and then we lose on the final, uh, like, bonus, we're at zero points. Oh, my God. I'm down for that. But also there's no I'm way so you fucked it. All yeah, no, there's not. One of those, right? No, no, no way. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm, I again, I just my faith in Austin is very little based on his. Jesus. I know. I've been in the same boat all day. I don't know why all of a sudden, at the fucking moment of truth, I've decided to go all in. Maybe I'm a terrible gambler too. That was my two and seven hand, and I just said yes to it. <laughs> Look, guys, I just found out yesterday I'm autistic. Give me a break, Jesus. That you might be. Yeah, I could have told you that. <laughs> it's funny because my wife said the same thing. <laughs> uh, well, she didn't right. mean it in a mean way, but, you know. I didn't either. So, there's no nice way to say that. Hey, you might be autistic. There's no nice way to say that to somebody. Uh, 
<laughs> You're special. We are we are getting into some dicey territory, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question for you. All right. Uh, so we don't know yet because game of the year has not happened. So we cannot definitively name a king or queen based on the points well, or well, based on the, the mm-hmm. bonus from last year. Mm-hmm. Do we want to go ahead and talk about the predictions from last year? Or do you want to save that till after game of the year? I think we should save it for after. Okay. I'll do that too. Okay, I'm I'm amenable either way. Um, also, when I say after game of the year, I don't mean the same episode because I think the game of the year episode is going to take a real long time. Oh, for sure. So okay. we'll do it the week after game of the year. Mm-hmm. We will come back and we'll talk about the predictions that were made last year and who is the king or queen. Okay. Okay. That can kind of coincide with one of the second parts of what I'm about to talk about. So that'll work. Oh Lord. <clears throat> yeah. No, it's not bad. Eh, okay. Anyway. Um, so that being said, am, is it time to move on? Yeah. Let, well, let's move on. We're going to talk about the uh, 2022 challenge. Okay. So, Josh, I need you to... I want it to be you, because I trust you, to pull up a random number generator on Google. Okay. I can do that. Okay. And let's do one through 100. I don't okay. Know where this is going. So, this is going to decide who picks first and after who picks first. It'll it, it'll make sense in a minute. Okay. So, one through 100. All right. Um Austin, pick your pick your number. 12. Okay, Josh. 37. Okay, I'm going to go uh let, I'll, I'll just I'll go the other way. I'll go 63. And let's let's roll the dice. All right. Let's generate. The number was 21. Mm. Okay. So Austin's the closest, right? He said 12. I said 37, right? Yeah. Yep. So he's the yep. closest. So he's the closest. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> we'll remember that going into this next one. Okay. So the 2022 challenge is that this past year we decided to complete and fail, most of us, 20 games that we had never played before. And Josh knocked it out of the park, and Austin and I failed. But this year, going into it, we're going to switch it up, and we're going to do 10 games beaten in 10 different genres. These can be, this can be games that we've already beaten, but the, the, the one condition is that if we are going to play a game that we've already beaten and or started, we have to restart in 2022 for it to count. Mm-hmm. And it has to be 10 entirely different genres. So that was initially the challenge. Oh, God. So oh God, I that still is the very much the challenge. Okay, very much the challenge. Okay. So, <clears throat> and we all chose our genres and we've actually picked the games. We've called our shots on what the 10 games are going to be. Mm-hmm. So just really quickly... Do you guys, before I, b- before I throw in the little asterisk, would you like to talk about the 10 games or would you like the little side project? It'll, it'll make sense either way. Uh, I'm down for mm. just listing off the games real quick. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay. 
<clears throat> so, um, Austin, you won the little coin toss thing. Yes. So why don't you go first? <clears throat> so my <laughs> 10 different genres are uh, FPS. Starting with FPS, Halo Infinite. I already know that's going to be the first thing I'm going to fucking play. I'm going to start over and play at the beginning of the year. I am playing Halo Infinite right now, but I, I decided to strictly play multiplayer, and I'm going to restart on uh, New Year's. Um, <clears throat> and then... I went to uh, 3D Platformer, and for 3D Platformer, I picked the uh, Ratchet & Clank remake uh, that was uh, came out on the PS4. Uh, for 2D Platformer, I did Sonic Mania. For Roguelike, I did Hades, because I really fucking loved Hades. Wow. I'm kicking myself in the ass that I haven't finished that game yet. Okay. Um, for ta- uh, I decided to do Tactical RPG, and that was Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's another game I fell in love with that just for some reason never got finished. And I really want to finish that up. Uh, for racing, I'm going to do Forza, Forza 5 uh, because it's the only racing game I've ever actually fucking liked. Uh, action RPG, I did a lot of different RPGs because that's kind of what I like to play the most. Uh, for action RPG, I did Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, I had played maybe 15 minutes of it. I, I didn't hate it. I actually really liked it. Just got distracted. Um, <clears throat> for JRPG, I'm going to do Dragon Quest XI, uh, Dungeon Crawler, be Pokemon Rescue Team Remake, and the final genre is Puzzle with Catherine Full Body. Nice. Okay. That's a nice list. <clears throat> it is a nice list. All right, Josh, you were second closest. Okay. Well, one of these games may not actually come out in 2022. Okay. So I may need to change the game. But everything else is either definitively coming out next year and already has like release dates or is a game from the past that I have not played yet. Okay. Okay. All right. So first is the first person shooter. I'm going to be completing. Oh, uh we had said before that these were games that we may have played before type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pointing out, I put extra stringent on myself. Uh, I have never played any of these games before. Okay. So, um, first person shooter will be stalker two. Uh, the next genre I have is action RPG. <laughs> Elden Ring. Oh. <laughs> I have to complete Elden Ring. Oh, Holy fuck it. Joy. Uh, Action-adventure game, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, next up, I have Survival Horror. This is the one that might be, um, might not come out this year, uh, The Callisto Protocol. Oh, what the hell is that? Uh, so this is the game that takes place in the PUBG universe, I believe, but it's what? from uh, the studio behind, oh, well, parts of the old studio that did Death Space. <clears throat> That's kind of rad. Yeah, I'm excited. So uh, next up is a traditional JRPG. I'm going to be taking on Triangle Strategy. Again, I don't know what that is. Uh, that's the uh, game that's coming to the Switch. Uh, similar to Octopath Traveler or Bravely Default 2. Oh, I gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the next, you're going to love this, 
an MMO. Oh, whoa! You're doing Final Fantasy. MMO, I'm going to be. I'm going to be completing uh, completing the story, not like the quote unquote end game for an MMO. Final Fantasy 14. Holy shit! <sighs> Boy, that's huge. That is huge. That's time. That is huge. So fucking kill me. <laughs> Uh, next, I'm going to be doing a platformer. Uh, I'm going to be taking on White Shadows, which just came oh, out. Oh, sweet. And I was unable to get in time for Game of the Year. Uh, next, uh, Metroidvania. I'm going to be taking on Metroid Dread. Mm. Uh, I'll be doing a visual novel. I'm going to be doing Danganronpa V3. Mm. How the fuck do you spell that? Uh <clears throat> Dan, Gan, Ron, Puh. Okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there you go. Uh, V3. Dan and Rapa, what? V3? Yep. Was it an <clears throat> engine? Uh, <laughs> uh, the last one I'm going to do, an open world RPG. I'm going to be taking on Starfield. Oh. Oh, shit. I hope that actually comes out. Yep. One, two, three. So that's all ten, right? That should be all ten. <sighs> that's a crazy list. Those are those are pretty fucking substantial. Final Fantasy fourteen yeah, blows my damn that, mind. Bro. I don't know how I'm gonna fucking do it, but I'm gonna try my damnedest. Okay. Um This is already fun. I like it. Okay, so sure. mine the first one's gonna sound like a cop out, but let me explain. Okay. I will be restarting starting from day one. It's a social sim. I've never seen the credits to Stardew Valley. That was going to be my whole thing this year is to finally beat it, and I did not. So social sim, Stardew Valley, I have to beat it. It's I'm going to just start and like play a day at a time, and I'll get there eventually. Um, I, I, I need to finally see the credits. So Stardew Valley racing, I'm going to do Crash Team Racing, the remake that came out. I have never beaten it. Um, I would love to. <clears throat> um, platformer to keep with that same theme. I'm going to do Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. I've not played the fourth game. I've beaten the first three way back when, so I think it's about time that I get uh, the fourth one in. Um, adventure, I'm going to do... I fucked, So let me just say that I put no 2022 releases on my list. Um, I'm going to still play the 22... 2022 releases but these are games that i've just wanted to actually play and finally get under my belt so mm -hmm. adventure just outright adventure will be the walking dead definitive edition i want to play from season one all the way to four with the dlcs and everything um i've never played them all i have never seen the ending and conclusion to that so that will be what i sit down and spend some time with um survival i have never had a solo experience to where I start and beat the Ender Dragon in Minecraft. And oh. I'm going to do that by myself. And it's going to take a shit ton of time. <laughs> but um, I'm excited for it. Uh, fighting. I want to do Mortal Kombat 11. I've not had hands-on time with it yet. So I'm going to go for that. Follow the story. Have some fun with it. Um, FPS. I'm joining you, Austin, with Halo Infinite. I've not touched the story yet. I do not plan on it until next year. So... That's there. So I just recently learned something. My roguelike title. I did not know Returnal was a roguelike. Oh. I had no idea. So Returnal's going on my list just nice. to give it give it a shot. Yeah, that was really cool. When I found that out, I was immediately two times more interested. Um, so that's going on there. Action Adventure. 
I have yet to play, but we'll finally play The Last of Us Part 2. I have not done that, and I will end with Metroidvania, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Nice. Okay. Okay. So, here's the twist. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm Austin, <clears throat> you won the thing, and then technically Josh would be second, but after you pick, it's kind of decided anyway. Mm-hmm. The twist is, and we'll, we'll talk about this when we come back for the predictions episode at the start of the year because we'll have some time to think about it. Austin, pick me or Josh? Just pick one of the two of you? Just pick me or Josh? Uh, You. You can now veto one of my games, not my genre, but my game. And you can put any game that is currently accessible for me to play in that genre. Oh, boy. All right. So with that being said, Austin chose me. Josh, you would choose Austin, and I would choose Josh. Oh. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. So. And that obviously, we're not, don't throw out fucking games that you can't access anymore that aren't. Right. That you, oh, so this is, stuff, this is stuff. This is stuff. So. I thought that would be really fun because it we we thought we had our shit together and we kind of don't now. Yeah. Oof. No, not at all. Yeah. Um. So we can think about this for a while. We can think about it until we come back and decide who definitively won twenty twenty one, and we can kind of go with it from there. But I also have one other thing, and it's not for us, but it would be for the community. Um, we got some really opinionated people in our discord and just overall if you're not a part of the discord now is a great time to join um i think it would be really fun for the community to sit down and unanimously choose a game that comes out in 2022 that we all have to play finish and then we'll do an episode about it Ooh. but they all have to agree on which one it is Ooh. and we can talk about how we can do that whether it's a poll or something like that but it just that doesn't have to interfere with our true challenge to ourselves but mm-hmm. that's just something we can do for the podcast mm-hmm. so okay it's gonna be a fun year it is gonna be a fun year um i am <sighs> i'm terrified now <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm already trying to come up with an option i i feel like <laughs> so i I feel like most of mine are relatively reasonable, like time. The obviously Final Fantasy fourteen is going to be the one that takes the most. Like I, yeah. that's going to be like a fucking like two hundred hour plus. Ex, ex, it's something I'm going to have to like take all fucking gear to do. Type. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But like Elden Ring is probably a twenty hour. Well, no, that's not true. That depends on my skill. But right. <laughs> I, I could probably get that done in a reasonable amount of time. It's not going to take me 100 plus hours. Horizon Forbidden West is probably going to be like a 30 to 40 hour thing. Uh, Callisto Protocol, probably somewhere in the 20. Stalker, probably in the 20. White Shadows, l- probably somewhere less than 10. Like, I, I think most of these are pretty reasonable time sinks for me. And I think that one you guys could come in here and just be like, oh, White White Shadows, huh? 
That's a four-hour <laughs> game. How about you take this fucking twenty-hour game, you bitch? Because <laughs> I mean, I would never do this, but I, I laughed when the when the you know cards kind of played themselves how they did. Because Final Fantasy fourteen could have easily become World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I would fucking oh god, I kill you. I would fucking murder you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh man so please, please I, don't make me play that fucking game <laughs> no, i would never dude because i still want to make it fun and enjoyable for the person it's yeah. just something different and you said we can't um, change the genres right no i do not want to play a jrpg this year <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely I, I would have found the most like borderline hentai legal jail yeah i could fucking no i i get it i know i'm still trying to make this a little fun for us without completely sabotaging the mission my man would have been forced to play battle panties at some point (laughs) oh my god (laughs) hold up what genre is that no 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 we're not gonna fuck each other over entirely come not entirely not too hard yeah okay so oh I'm a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, knowing Josh. I'm gonna get fucked in some way. <laughs> I'm pretty nervous about it. I promise to not fuck you too bad. Yeah, just lube it <laughs> first. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, just lube it off. A little bit of lube. No. I'm gonna go in fucking raw dog like in Brokeback Mountain. I'm just gonna <laughs> lick my hand. <laughs> Dude, That's he's about enough. to turn your he said he's about to turn your Forza Horizon five into Forza Motorsports seven and you're gonna have to race every fucking track in the game and every <laughs> race and all that shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, with uh I guess with that all out of the way, um let's get out of here. Let's do yeah. let's do the thing. Let's do the thing. Uh, as always, you can find us on social media for all things Culture Pop, Hunting Picks, and the Culture Pop family of content. Culture Pop is available on Twitter at Culture underscore Bop. It is available on Instagram at Culture underscore Bop. And on YouTube at Culture Bop. Did you like that? Every time. I do. I fucking love it every time you do it. <laughs> I don't know if you hear it when you're editing, but I always follow up with some. Yeah, I, I do. I never hear it when we're actually like sitting here talking. But every time I'm editing, I'm like, I hear you, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. I am available on Twitter at the Man 2 on Instagram at Man 2 and on Twitch at the underscore Man. where, guess what, fellas? I will be streaming every game that I intend to play on this list. That's right. I to completion? Did not put it in there, but that is one of my uh, conditions that I'm putting on myself. Mm. So when you say that, are you going to stream them to completion or at least try to stream them a little bit? I'm going to stream them a little bit. <laughs> I don't okay. <laughs> I don't know if I can do the full to completion thing because, it's, right. like I said, Final Fantasy fucking 14 is a goddamn time sink, and I don't know if I have enough time in the year to be like streaming the entirety of final fantasy. Football. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so go follow me over there. Dylan is available on Twitter at OMDizzy TV on Instagram, OMDizzy on Twitch at OMDizzy and on the YouTubes at OMDizzle. Oh yeah, that's right. It's, it's at OMDizzy 
Come on, people. You know what I'm saying. Uh, finally, we got Austin on Twitter at Big Papa Plays, on Instagram at Big Papa Plays, on Twitch at Big Papa Plays, and on the TikTok at Big Papa Plays. Finally, if you're looking to support the podcast or any endeavors we're undertaking as Culture Bop, then go to patreon.com slash culture bop. Toss us a pledge. We are offering some very cool perks. And once we start hitting our secondary and third and fourth goals, yay, we hit our first one. Uh, even more content is going to be on the way. Um, I'm actively trying to uh, post something over there all the time. Uh you know, as best I can. And, uh, we've got, um, several, <laughs> several episodes up. Uh, so yeah. And, uh, we've got several polls up and, uh, all kinds of stuff over there, all kinds of stuff. So go check us out and we're going to, we're going to be making it a, a place worth being, I think. Uh, yeah, that's it. That is the end of this show. Uh, next week, I know you've got it highlighted here. Um, uh, these, these little, uh, shout outs to the patrons go in the show notes of every podcast as per, you know, the Patreon tiers. Uh, but next week we'll be doing something uh, a little special with our shout outs, um, including, uh, OM Dizzy's continued naming conventions <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with me i don't know what's wrong with you either some of them are pretty great some of them are pretty great i like that one <laughs> yeah yeah that <laughs> one right there <laughs> uh but all right yeah uh that's it that's the end of our show thank you so much for listening and until next time goodbye <laughs>